All right, halftime's over. We're ready to go. Ball's on the tee. Renee Perez about to kick into the wind. Martise Jackson is back. Jackson had some poor footing in that first half, it looked like. He accepts the kick, and he's wrapped up and brought down near the 40-yard line. So Ricky Ray with the wind here in the third quarter. And uh, 17-8 lead for the Calgary Stampeders. The only big play for the Argos, of course, that 100-yard deep ball to Devere Posey that went for a touchdown that got the Argos right back in the ball game. And in many ways, perhaps, you know, you put the, the kind of yards they put up despite that, Argos are lucky to only be oh, down. Absolutely. Nine points. Toronto's just averaging 2.6 yards on first down. It's first down here from the Toronto 39. Left to right. There's Ricky Ray. Play action. Goes over the top. There's Declan Cross. Finally tonight on a crossing pattern. And just like Hoagie had talked about, Declan Cross coming out on that little crosser. And they immediately go to him. It's one of their biggest plays besides the Posey deep ball. And the Argos are in action here in Calgary territory. Well, they run the play action, and as you said, he lines up to the left and runs that short little crossing route. Ricky Ray looked like he wanted to go to James Wilder out in the flat and then came back to his left to hit Cross, who does a nice job of picking up some yards after the catch. 27-yarder, Calgary territory. First and 10, Ray back to pass again. Now avoids one, steps up, and another completed pass. And close to a first down once again. And... Uh, Devere Posey is tackled right in the middle of the field, right near the first down marker. Might be a little shy. They even require a measurement here as they spot the ball right on the Calgary 35-yard line. Yeah, well, they're not going to take any chances. They're going to bring their big team in. It will be second down and a yard here for the Argos. And this is a perfect down to do you-know-what. You got the, your short yardage in. Do you take a chance maybe and see if you can... Hit a shot on a play action. Cody Fajardo, number 17, backup quarterback, short yardage guy, will take it himself and go up the middle, but he has to scrap and fight, and I'm not sure this is going to require a measurement. Alex Singleton is singling. He didn't get it. If it's, yeah, it doesn't look like they got it, so it's going to be another third-round play, third-down play, and once again, as yeah, we look from here, I'm not sure. No, he, he, had, to get, he had to get to the... 34-yard line, and he's about a half a yard short. So they'll line up and do this again, and here's where Calgary has absolutely dominated in the trenches. They load that box up, and they gave the Argos nothing. Well, it, yeah, you're, you're right. They I mean, they gave them nothing, and you can just see how tough it is for that Toronto Argonaut offensive line. They can't even get any kind of movement to get a, a, a yard. Alex Singleton, Alex thinks Singleton he, thought it was third he, he down. He did. He thought it was third. Yeah, I know. It's second he started down, racing Alex. around. I know you won the most outstanding defensive player, uh, and but a little too jacked up that time. He was ready. He got a smile. By the way, Alex Singleton is always smiling. He's the smiling assassin. He's smiling as he tries to rip your head off. He's such a talented, talented linebacker, but he. Didn't count downs there, so it's third down. Fajardo basically has to do the same thing again. Yeah, but he, we'll get the first down. I hope so. He better not hope he doesn't slip or anything like that. Better not slip, better not go too high. Fajardo out of the University of Nevada behind center. Spreads everybody out. We'll call his own number. Fajardo goes forward. He gets yeah, he the first it. down. Yeah, he got that pretty easy. Going over the left side of that offensive line behind Tyler Holmes and Willie Campbell. It's a Domino's Pizza first down for the Toronto Argos here on our Marks Grey Cup Radio Network. 
So Mark Tressman's team offensively coming out of the gate here with the breeze behind them and carrying some momentum. They come out of the huddle now. S.J. Green goes to the left side. Haven't really used him too much so far. Ricky Ray looks his way with James Wilder in the backfield. First and 10 from the Calgary 32. They'll give it to Wilder, and Wilder bashing up the middle. Ooh, there is some pop in there. Derek Wigan got to him first, but you heard, it, you heard it all the way up here. James Wilder just picked up four yards. That was the most yardage that he accumulated so yeah, far tonight it, on a carry. And that's some good contact right there. Carry and Thurman for a couple more yards. Actually, Micah Johnson was pretty lucky he didn't get a penalty. He's the, I don't know what offensive lineman he threw after the play. So now they come up to the ball once again near the near hash mark. Ricky Ray in shotgun. It's second down and seven. A gain of three for Wilder. Stays in the backfield now. Actually, they will change the play. It's Martise Jackson into the game. Ricky Ray looks out, sends out five receivers. Jackson stays in. Now they throw it over the middle, and it's caught by Posey. Posey down to the five, to the three, to the two. And there's a penalty flag down. Is that a pick? Devere Posey as Ricky Ray threaded the needle. Tight window, and Devere Posey. Now they're pointing at as if it's against Calgary. Illegal right, contact. There you go. Calgary, number 56. Penalties declined. First down. Anytime you see one of those quick hitters like that, you think when that flag gets thrown, was there a pick involved to free Posey as he did? Late substitution coming this, in for Calgary. Now three players coming in. This and, is and so to the Argos. But you see, this is where the Argos, you, they're, they're so far away, the Calgary bench, the way they have them lined up here in Ottawa. They have to run about 60, 70 yards to get to the line of scrimmage. Look at they this chaos. Be, yeah, they should be on the line of scrimmage trying to run a play right now. Look at the chaos right there as substitutions. And now that time clock will start. It'll be first and goal from the Calgary 2. We've seen, what, three different changes in personnel? Yeah, let's see. Ricky Ray stays in here. The most targeted guy is S.J. Green and Armani Edwards. But they do have Wilder in the backfield and Anthony Coombs. They will hand it to Coombs, and they want it to play action to Coombs, and they look for Wilder and an incomplete pass in the goal line. Yeah, that's Charleston Hughes. Right in on Ricky wow, Ray. He's the one who tipped it. He tried to dump it over top of them. The play action, they released Wilder into the flat to Ricky Ray's right. And he just had to get it over top of Charleston Hughes' hands, and he just couldn't do it. That left hand of Hughes stops a touchdown. Had they left it in Coombs' hands, he would have scored a touchdown, however, at that time. And so now, here it is, critical second down. Again, Cody Fajardo now comes in. Fajardo, short yardage specialist. Will he call his own number? And he hands it off to Wilder, who carries some players. No signal. Yes. Touchdown, Toronto. What a second effort from James Wilder. James Wilder, who has been held in check all night long, basically held in check right there, but then a second and third effort. Declan Cross providing some blocking. Wilder goes in for the score, but Julio just barely goes over backwards. And proud Papa, I'm sure, in the stands here tonight. James Wilder Sr., who, of course, was the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Pro Bowler. So the Argos now two-point convert away from making this a one-point ball game. Well, we talked about whether Mark Tressman could make some adjustments. I'd say he did. 
James Wilder's first great cup touchdown. They put it away for a souvenir. So Ricky Ray comes back in. Argos, two-point effort here. This season, five of 11 on two-point efforts from the five-yard line. And Ricky Ray fires, and he's got Declan Cross. And we've got a one-point game in the 105th Grey Cup. He didn't think he didn't think Ricky Ray was going to go away that easy. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he's Ricky Ray. And the Calgary Stampeders know that, too. And Declan Cross, how big was he during that drive? End of ear posing, and finally capped off by James Wilder, Jr. Huge, huge play, and we've got a one-point game. Calgary 17, Toronto 16, here at the 105th Grey Cup in Ottawa. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. This is the 105th Grey Cup on TSN 1050. JWJ caps off an eight-play, 71-yard drive, four minutes and four seconds to start the second half here in Ottawa. Back down to the sideline. Once again, here's Hoagie. Yeah, thanks, Rob. James Wilder Jr., before his touchdown, was on the bench. He was in considerable pain with the left shoulder. I don't know if he had a stinger or what, but he was in considerable pain. There were three doctors working on him, and then when they got the ball down to the two-yard line, he didn't hesitate. He just grabbed his helmet and ran out on the field, so he was not going to miss that opportunity to score. He seems fine now. They're not working on him. And the other thing, Hoagie, you mentioned to us off the air was the fact that Wilder did change again his shoes at halftime. Yeah, he changed his shoes. He retaped his ankles as well. I asked Danny Webb, the uh, equipment manager of the Argos, did everybody change their shoes? And he smiled and he said, wholesale changes. There you go. Danny Webb, by the way, happy birthday to Webby. Celebrated his birthday yesterday. Wants to blow his candles out with a Grey Cup championship. Kicked down to Anthony Parker. Has his seam. He bobbled the football and he's brought down by Levine Noel. Once again, a receiver, special teamer. And Bo Levi Mitchell now will get his first offensive series here in this second half. Yeah, you know Bo's going to have an answer as well, right? Uh, played very, very well in that first half. And now he's got to come out and move the sticks and slow down this Toronto team a little bit, right? They had all that momentum coming off that first drive of the second half, and now Bo Levi's got to start doing what he does, and I can tell you where I'd start. It's with number 33, the way he's been running the football. Bo Levi Mitchell, 17-21. to 81% would be a great cup record if he stays operating this way. First and 10 from the Calgary 22. Play action to Messam. He's in trouble. He throws it away. And the Argos get some pressure on number 19, Bo Levi Mitchell. Almost sacked him. He had to throw that away. Yeah, Victor Butler, who comes into uh, comes into this game. He had 10 sacks during the regular season. Only 12 games. But he's been such a great find for the Toronto Argonauts. Him and Sean Lemon off the edges have been dynamite. Second down and 10 from the Calgary 22. Bolivar Mitchell. Shotgun with Jerome Messam to his left. Here comes the blitz now. They bring the heat and he throws it far side. First down on that far side to Devaris Daniels. Last year's rookie of the year has been the most effective yeah. Calgary receiver so far. Targeted the most times. Moves the sticks. And just great recognition from Bo Levi. They come with the the blitz off the weak side. The, it, actually, his front side, where he's staring to his right, he sees it all the way and just calmly throws that ball out to Daniels. 
great recognition with the pressure by Bo Levi. It'll be first and 10 at the Calgary 38-yard line. In the snow here, going right to left. Those white jerseys with the red trim and the red pants, the black helmets. Mitchell has it off here to Roy Finch. Scampers for a first down up near the Calgary 50-yard line. Back-to-back big plays from the Stampeders. And every time each team has carried some momentum, the other seems to snuff it out early in this game. And that's what great teams do. And a great change of pace, too, with Roy Finch. They've been going messing, messing, power football, and then they change the direction with Finch, who takes it over the left side of that offensive line and explodes into that second level with the linebackers and halfbacks. Five foot seven inch Roy Finch, lightning bolt of Oklahoma, pistol formation behind. Bo Levi Mitchell looks his way, decides to pass it off here to Markway McDaniel. Has a couple blocks. Juwan Breskison with a good block and may have. Been able to cut him loose for a first down, very close to a first down into Toronto territory. Yeah, I, I just love the way Dave Dickinson calls a football game. It, it's just, I mean, it, it's left, it's right, it's running, it's play action, it's screen, it's downfield. I mean, he is just using every play on that call sheet to perfection. Another Domino's Pizza first down. Well, Dave Dickinson, just like he played, too. Yeah, just, I mean, just smart football. First and 10, Calgary from the Toronto 50. They show four linemen here. Mitchell, play action again, and knocking it down and almost back in his hands. Sean Lemon is a big dude. 6'4", about 235. He looked like he was going to dunk the basketball there. And this is the other thing. This is that experience that Sean Lemon has. He came off the edge unblocked. So he gets to the quarterback. And then what he does is he just reads the eyes in the motion of the quarterback and just times his jump perfectly and knocks that ball down and has the presence to almost come up with the reception himself. Yeah, Bolivar Mitchell almost got that back and would have probably thrown it again. Now it's second and ten from the Toronto 50. Outside field goal range for Rene Paredes. If the Argos stop him here, Rob Maver comes out. But Mitchell backpedals and throws to Breskison. Close to a first down. And Breskison, with that second effort, yards after contact, looks like he's going to move the chains again. Yeah, nice job by Bo Levi. Again, into the weak side to his left. Zone cover. Breskison just sits down in the zone. And he, deliver, he delivers it on time right between the eight and the two and he just turns around and gets the first down at the 39 now closer to field goal range for Paredes but they want to get it to the house here they'll give it to Messam right side finds a hole and Messam has about three yards so they'll put the ball likely in the air here so will we hear more of Jerome Messam in the second half and will we have shades and memories of last year when they didn't go to Messam when they should have <laughs> I, I think he might have learned from that mistake interesting formation they had four receivers stacked to the quarterback's left into the short side and then ran Jerome Messam away from that. St. Peter's come out of their huddle. Second and eight from the Toronto 37. Going right to left. Argos again showing four linemen. They rush. Mitchell deep ball downtown. Back shoulder feed and Double coverage, looking for Kamar Jordan, who sends the signal to the bench that he might have been interfered with. He cannot ask for a flag or becomes objectionable conduct. But was he interfered with? And would Dave Dickinson even think about throwing a flag at this point? Probably not. Well, he wanted it all here. 
Gets the motion downfield. Nah, I don't know. I don't know about that. He might have been early on. Cash is fine. Yeah, that, that's just that's a good football play. I mean, that's a, that's just two guys battling. Well, he's throwing the challenge flag, though. And it might not have been there, but I think earlier in the route, yeah. Vaughn grabbed him by the jersey. And that's where Dave Dickinson now puts his chips into yeah. the poker game. Third Mark Tressman does not have a challenge left. You only get one challenge. Dave Dickinson will leave this in the hands of CFL Command. He's going to ask for interference or contact here. We're going to step aside Calgary and come back. Challenging. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup, where Calgary's leading 17-16, presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. Back here in Ottawa. CFL Command has it. Dave Dickinson has thrown his challenge flag on a potential pass interference call against Kamar Jordan, who scored the first touchdown of the game earlier. On a hot route down the sideline. And in this one-point ball game, could move the ball, could move the sticks to keep this drive alive and bring some more momentum yeah, to the horses. And I, I think, too, Dave Dickinson realizes that. You know, you got... Toronto comes in at a first possession in the second half and drives down and scores a touchdown. You got a point lead. You feel pretty good about feel pretty good about this challenge. You win it. Keep the drive alive deep in their own end. And this is a tough one though. I mean I I I, I just didn't see enough there. Look like like some hand fighting yeah, as just well. Exactly. Tug on the it's just, it's just a couple of guys playing football, going for a ball. Let's go down to Hogan quickly, Mike Hogan. Yeah. Uh, before the oh, after the review, call. hang on, Hope. After review, we have defensive pass interference, Toronto, number 26. The ball will be placed on the six-yard line. It will be first down. Calgary. So Cassius Vaughn. Let's go back to Hoagie. Yeah, different defensive point here by the Argos at times. If they, they'll take out Cleon Lang, they'll replace him uh, with Jeff Finley. So one can aim for the other. But you'll see they'll take out um, the other tackle when they'll bring in an extra defensive end, uh, Justin Tuggle. They practice this at length before the Saskatchewan game, but I didn't see them employ it then. It's been out there multiple times this series. All right. Thanks, Hogue. So a 31-yard penalty on this play. And so this challenge works for Dave Dickinson both calls overturned successful challenges in this game but both teams now without challenges moving forward first and goal from the Toronto six Bo Levi Mitchell breath coming out of his mouth a little missed out there it's cold the pass right side Jerome Messam walks into the end zone touchdown on the pass from Bo Levi Mitchell Oh, baby, is this any good? Jerome Messam, not only can he run it, but he can catch it. This isn't an easy catch. And then the tiptoe for yeah. the big man on the sideline. Jerome Messam puts Calgary back in front by seven with a convert to come. Yeah, he just runs a shoot pattern into the flat, going to the quarterback's right, and he makes a great catch with a defender all over him. Jermaine Gabriel. Yeah, down by his feet. And then, as you said, great feet. I think these conditions are getting a little bit. You're seeing guys now able to make some cuts. Jerome able to cut up and get into the corner of that end zone. Just stayed in bounds as well. They review that touchdown. 
They're still waiting on the official call, and it looks like it will be a successful just by a millimeter. Stayed in bounds at the one. So Jerome Messam has a pair of touchdowns in a game that he says has become an obsession for him to try to get that much-coveted breakup ring. Rene Paredes, the 32-yard point after against the wind, is successful to make this now an eight-point game. So again, the Calgary Stampeders provide an answer. Nine plays, 88 yards, four minutes and 20 seconds. This third quarter flies by. Both teams just touching the ball once so far. With 5.52 to go in the third quarter, you're listening to the 105th Grey Cup. Presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. This is the 105th Grey Cup on TSN 1050. 32-year-old Jerome Messam out of Brampton, Ontario. He's been with BC and Edmonton, Montreal, Saskatchewan. Two-time most outstanding Canadian player, but he's never won a Grey Cup ring. He's got two touchdowns in this Grey Cup, one rushing, one receiving, taking it to the house again. Calgary now has a 24-16 lead after the Argos made it a one-point game. Let's go down to the Calgary sideline now and join Kate Patterson. Thank you, Rod. Well, on the last Toronto drive, that touchdown scoring drive, we did see Micah Johnson getting a little bit heated. Now, in the first half, offensive line coach Pat Delmonico came over to him. We saw him getting really fired up in the huddle and with some of the Toronto Argonauts players getting in their faces. And Pat came over and said, you've got to play your game. You've got to get your head in this game and calm yourself down. Now, I did also see when he came back out for the second half, he was hunched over the bench and it looked like he was being sick. So I've been keeping my eye on him. But then we saw on that Argos drive, he seems fired up all over again. (laughs) He got rid of all the nervousness. (laughs) Yes, he does. So Guadarius Ford and Martise Jackson are back. Rene Paredes puts it on the tee and puts it up in the sky. Jackson coming forward near his 30-yard line. Martise Jackson trying to break through. He does. He's on his feet. A good return, but it's coming back. It looks like a blocking or holding penalty on the return, likely against the Argos. It would have put the Argos near the midfield stripe, but this is likely coming back. Yeah, it's unfortunate, too. That would have been great field position for the Argonauts, but how about Bo Levi Mitchell answering the Ricky Ray drive? During the return, we have a legal block, Toronto, number 47. 10-yard penalty, first down, Toronto. It's so impressive to watch two great quarterbacks this go. Just exchange blows. It's a lot of fun to watch. I'm not saying Bo Levi Mitchell is Ricky Ray's son, but he could be his nephew or, <laughs> exactly. or younger brother. He's in that family tree for sure. Aren't they like, they're both Icemen. And yeah. what, when are when are Icemen at their best? In the cold and snow. And they're yeah. so calm and so cool. Well, and Kate just was talking about, you know, the nerves and the, and the excitement of Micah Johnson. What about those guys? I don't know if their pulse gets more than, no. more higher than 60. No. Ricky Bo, you just won the lottery. Okay, thanks. Your house is on fire. Okay. Ricky Ray going deep here. And up for grabs. S.J. Green comes down. What a catch. What a catch by S.J. Green. Yes, he did. He just took that right out of the hands of Tommy Campbell, I think. Campbell thought he had it. Second down now for the Argos in Calgary territory. Nine yards to go here from the 53. Ricky Ray. Wants to change the play, sends out Anthony Coombs. Crowd into it here, full house, light bulbs, flash bulbs, sparking, and there's a jump ball. SJ Green was oh. one on one, no flag there. And Tunde Adelike in the area with him. SJ wanted to call, but again, guess what? 
no, no more exactly. challenge flags. And that and that Toronto bench erupted. And guess what? That would have been interference. Yeah, it was illegal contact downfield. So a missed call that time by the officials, or one that they felt that was not an interference call. We'll bring the Argo kick team out. Aram Hiralahu with the wind here for the next 417. This is a good kick. Oh, yeah, it is. Whoa, what a kick. Coffin corner down near the six or seven yard line for Liram Hiralahu and an extra long field. So, again, with the wind here for the Argos, 412 to go. And they need their defense to make a stop. Yeah. The Stampeders need to carry some momentum. That's the big thing, right? You got a great punt. You trap them inside the 10-yard line. Now the key is for that defense to keep them trapped in there. The score is 24-16. Calgary with 4-12 to go. Third quarter here in Ottawa. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network. The 105th Grey Cup is on TSN 1050. Our winter wonderland here in Ottawa, the nation's capital. Every first down in today's game presented by Domino's Pizza. Hungry? Don't miss a second of action. Now you can place your Domino's order on your Apple Watch. It's as easy as order, track, watch, download the Domino's Pizza app today. 24-16 Calgary Stampeders. We've been to the Grey Cup four times in the last six years. They lost to Toronto back in 2012. They're looking for revenge this year after... A loss last year against Ottawa, one in 2014, but this is a long field right into this winter breeze here. Yeah, I mean, this is where this is where Dave Dickinson is so good, too, at calling plays, get himself out of trouble. We'll see whether or not he goes to Jerome Messam and, and try to give himself a little bit more breathing room as is that ball being snapped at the eight-yard line. Messam's having a night to remember so far. Two touchdowns. Not only, I would say, is the favorite for most outstanding Canadian if it was awarded right now, but maybe most outstanding player in the game. Hit screen on the turnaround pass, and a great play here by the Stampeders to get positive yardage, get close to a first down. It's Tavares Daniels again. you got to have a lot of confidence in your right arm, don't you? Because you see, you, you, when you see that ball being thrown, that's a wide, wide side screen throw. So dangerous. That, and, and has to be pinpoint accurate, because if it's not, it's going to be, it's going the other way. Don't and he you doesn't hold have to, your breath every oh, I do. time he throws it? And, but he throws it with such confidence. He, he recognizes the defense. He knows what he has in front of him and then just delivers a strike. You wonder if the Argos want to jump that at some point. There have been no turnovers, which is remarkable in this game. There have been three fumbles, but recovered by their own teams. Mitchell hands it off to Messon. Runs into his own player, Shane Bergman, got in his way. So it's going to set up a throwing down now on second down. And, eight. and this is big, right? You, you, we're starting to now three minutes here left in the third quarter, and what wind is at is, is is in play here is at the back of the Toronto Argonauts, and they've got to be able to keep them down here and use that to their advantage. Calgary's going to take their time with this time clock. Will they go to Devaris Daniels, who has who has been really the security blanket tonight? Nine catches, almost 100 yards for Daniels in this one. Mark and Michelle we have not heard from tonight. Markway McDaniel is the usual second down guy. He's looking to Varus's way. Now an out pattern and a catch by Kamar Jordan. Uh, he is feeling it right now, Rod. Foley by Mitchell. Let this, he, had, he had pressure coming. He let this ball go before Jordan was out of his break. 
He throws the wide side out to the inside slot receiver, and that ball was out of his hands well before he broke on the ball. Jordan looked like that little kid in the snow sliding there, and just as he slid, made the catch. It's a first down. First and 10 at the Calgary 30, going right to left, again east to west into the breeze with two minutes to go. Calgary will have the wind in the final corner. Wind has kind of subsided a little bit over the top. Crossing pattern and a dangerous play, but incomplete as he was looking for Jordan in tight traffic. Wow. And Terrence Plummer was close to going back-to-back weeks with a pick six. Well, and the other part of that, too, is that Jerome Messon was right there as well. There was a couple of defenders there, so I don't know whether or not there was a miscommunication on who was supposed to be where. But every time you have two receivers that close to one another, somebody's made a mistake. And as you said, it almost cost them an interception as Plummer almost came up with that. Here's a key one now for the Stampeders because if they don't get the first down, Toronto will get the win and another series before the third quarter ends. Bo Levi Mitchell. Here comes the rush. The heat's on. Throws one into a tight pocket again. They'll be short of the first down. The catch is made on the far side. Another long toss as Markway McDaniel made the grab. It's going to be third and about three yards. So Rob Maver likely is coming out here. I don't know about that, Rob. They, well, maybe they, not. They, they've, re- they've redone it. He's thinking about it. And now he's sending out the punt team. Yeah, he's sending them out now. Well, he, he, he's done exactly what he needed to do. He had he, he had the ball started on his own eight-yard line. He got it out of his own end. And now this would be a real stretch at third and two. And why would you want to turn over deep in your own end? You got 50 seconds left in the quarter. You're kicking into the wind. And this is going to be your last play against the wind. Argos looking for some magic here on a return. Martise Jackson is back. Maver. 35 seconds, using up the clock here. 30 seconds to go for the end of the quarter. It's going to bounce in front of Jackson. The Stampeders quickly converge. Look oh, out baby. here. Uh-oh, penalty flag down. Martise Jackson cuts back, slips, cuts back again. It's going to have a nice return into Calgary territory, but I'm afraid they better not celebrate it. Look like, looks like it's going to come back. Yeah, and that's a shame. They had the edge, and it looked like a bad block here by the Argos. Is it coming back? We'll know in a moment from Dave Foxcroft. There's only 18 seconds to go in the quarter, and that ball is being marched back. So that return by Jackson negated. Just waiting for the call, but... They're taking that ball back into Toronto territory, so the factor is going to be the win in the fourth quarter. Calgary will have the win. Calgary will have During the, the lead. During the return, illegal block, Toronto, number 84. 10-yard penalty, first down, Yeah, that's a Toronto. shame. Yeah, and that's a big play right there. Would have had ball inside Calgary territory, and instead now they're going to be starting this drive. Stampeder team now is in the Argos against the wind with a long field well i mean this is where we talked about having you know when you have a, a a great defense you just can't every time you have that advantage of field position you've got to take advantage of it and now you give it right back and against the defense like this this is this is tough sledding to drive the ball the distance of the field against a defense like that just the initial block on the return could be the final play of this third quarter argos again with the win trailing 24 16. Ricky Ray with some time goes over the top and converged upon very quickly. 
James Wilder Jr. That will be it for the third quarter. Clock is at zeros. An eight-point Calgary lead. A Stampeder team that when they own the third quarter lead in 2017 are 12-1. and one. They're 15 minutes away from reclaiming a Grey Cup championship. Calgary Stampeders 24, the Argonauts 16 as we head to the fourth quarter here in Ottawa and TD Place. You're listening to the 105th Grey Cup presented by Marks on the TSN Grey Cup Radio Network.